Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. All right, 49ers fans, it is absolutely incredible to be with you guys. First off, happy July 4th. Uh, Hopefully you guys are all having a great time with your family, but I wanted to get this in. I've been working on this for quite a while, and it's not just me. I had to enlist the brain trust. Uh, You know, we we always talk about Patreon and all that stuff. We have the Jerry Rice tier, which is very fitting for today's conversation. And we had an hour-plus conversation uh, just going over all these players, and I've been diving into the background, uh, <laughs> just where like the storylines behind all these people. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I I don't I didn't know I didn't know a lot of these players. And so what we're doing today is we're ranking the all time 49ers. That all time. Um, now the criteria for doing this, and I, I know I'm going to piss everybody off at some point during this. And please, I want you guys to keep me accountable. If if I'm missing on somebody or I'm too high or too low on somebody, let let me know about it. I got I got some thick skid, uh, literally and figuratively. Um, so um, as we go through this, and let me just kind of walk you through the criteria. All I all that matters is what they did with the 49ers. Okay, so we're going to be talking about Deion Sanders and where he fits and all that. And I know there's a lot of Deion fans, and they're going to be upset, and that's okay. But, like, for example, Deion Sanders played one year with the 49ers. Well, it's pretty hard to rank somebody that played one year, even if it was amazing defensive player of the year and all that, ahead of somebody that played 15 years for the 49ers and has their number retired for the 49ers that was a defensive tackle, somebody like Charlie Kruger. Um, And hopefully through this process, I know I have, 
you learn a lot about the players in the franchise. And my whole goal during this was, man, give these guys respect. Treat each one of these people and these stories and the amazing journeys and the sacrifice that they had to go through with the respect that they deserve. And so <laughs> I thought I was done, and then I missed the players, and then I thought I was done again. Then I jumped on with, you know, the uh, Zoom session, uh, the Patreon account. That was awesome. I had to add some more guys. Woke up this morning, did a lot more research, and like, oh, guess what? Forgot a couple more guys. It just keeps going. Initially... Um, it was supposed to just be a top 20, then it was a top 25, then it was a top 30. Like I, I've got 50 plus players ranked. I'm not going to do all 50. I think we're going to start at 31. <laughs> so the top 31 players. And so again, just staying with the, you know, I counted pro bowls, all pros. I know there's so many different all pros out there. I counted just first team, all pros. I wanted to be as selective with that as possible and weigh that heavily. How many years they played with the 49ers? And shout out to Pro Football Reference. Um, if you don't use that website, it's incredible. And what they do is they attribute, they call it AV, approximated value, that this player gave to a franchise. And so almost all these players, except for some of like the players back from the 1950s, um, they all have numbers. And so I'm going to keep giving you these numbers, and they'll start to make sense as we go through this. And again, I kind of blended all those together. And I know I'm wrong on some, and that's okay. So whenever I am wrong, tell me I'm wrong, and tell me what you would do. And it's easy to say, oh, man, you should have this player higher. Well, give me a number. Where should this player be uh, as we go through this? And man, do not hold back. Let's go at it. Now, Sergio, I see the comment. If Bill Walsh isn't number one, we're off to a bad start. This is just players. I took front office. I took coaches. I took GMs. This is just players. Um, and so we're going to go back. Uh, we're going to start 31 and work our way up. And so we'll see how this goes. And yeah, I'm going to piss a lot of people off. I, I understand that. I'm going to throw some other people under the bus on this one as well. Um, so number 31. I got Deion Sanders at 31, and I know some people are already <laughs> unsubscribing and all those things, but listen to this case, okay? Again, his AV, his approximated value, is 18. 18. Um, he didn't play a lot. He played one year. Now, he's defensive player of the year, three pick sixes. I get all of that. Um, it was an all-pro season. We won the Super Bowl. All that stuff was greatness, but... One year, he was a mercenary, and he did launch us over the top, and I think that that is awesome. That season was incredible, but that's why I have him where he is. Now, I have him ranked ahead of a lot of players that bothers me. These are players that did make it in, uh, just off the top of my head, no particular order. Harris Barton, Gene Washington, Jeff Garcia, who had five great years with the 49ers, Merton Hanks, Vernon Davis, Steve Wallace, Fred Quaylen, Tom Rathman, Lynn Rode. There's so many other guys that... I put Dion ahead of, and I don't like that. <laughs> it makes me feel kind of dirty. But uh, so that's Dion. Now, if you're one of those hardcore Dion Sanders truthers, and I know there's a lot out there, let me know what number he should be at. Again, keeping in mind, one season. And <laughs> like, yeah, it's 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 what it is. Um uh, anyway. Um uh, so Number 30, Charlie Kruger. He had a 92 AV score of 15 years at defensive tackle on DN. It was back in the 60s and 70s. He had two Pro Bowls, no All-Pro seasons. But he is in the 49ers Hall of Fame. And not only that, they retired number 70. 
So he was, you know, this is way back in the day. And there's a couple of old guys that, you know, again, yeah, you know, I was born 1982. So it, it's for me, I had to learn about these. I've never seen them play. I can't find clips of Charlie Kruger out there. They're not there. So you got to go on articles. You got to go on rankings. You got to go on all this other stuff. But the fact that his number is retired, all those things, that's Charlie Kruger. One more old school guy at number 29, Keith Bainhorst. He had a 96 um, approximated value score, 14 years at right tackle. He had one Pro Bowl. He had one All-Pro and was a part of two Super Bowls. So that's where he is. Now let's jump to early days, uh, recent days. Justin Smith, baby, the Cowboy. I love it. Um, he had an 86 AV score. So, again, you can see it's not just about that approximated value. It's not just about length of time. It's not just about Super Bowls. It's all of those things together. Um, I got Justin Smith at number 28. He had four Pro Bowl years with the 49ers, one All-Pro year, 43 and a half sacks. Um, and if you remember, man, he created Alden Smith those two years. Alden Smith was great before it got super, super bad. But, man, Justin Smith was kind of the launching point. We had so many losing seasons in a row. And when Justin Smith showed up, things started to change uh, dramatically. Um, I, I, I love what he brought. And, man, I wish he would have been with the 49ers for so much longer. Uh, but, again, he was with us for seven years. So that, that's a good chunk of time for sure. Got us to the Super Bowl, even though we didn't win it. Um Shout out to Brian. He's on here. The fact that you had to extend it to 31 just speaks to how amazing this franchise has been. Other franchises would struggle with a legit top 20. Man, 100%. Like, these players, like, if you do a Cincinnati Bengals top 20, like, Justin Smith's on there. And his best years were with the 49ers. Uh, he's at 28 for us. He'd be their top probably 15. And I don't want to go through all that. But uh, it, it, we're, we are spoiled. I say this all the time, and I love that our colors have gold in it because, man, we're rich in history. We are rich in character. We are rich in championships. We're rich in podcasts. Not that I'm rich. Uh, hopefully soon. Sponsor me on Patreon. <laughs> but, like, there's so many awesome 49ers podcasters out there. Um, it's awesome. Sergio, he says this, man. Patrick Willis better be on there. Man, you know Patrick Willis is, like, my favorite 49er ever. So, Sergio, you're going to have to wait. He's on there for sure. But, like, that is my guy. Um, I played the position. We'll get there. He's got to be on there for sure. Tommy, thanks for the gift, man. Um, he says, happy 4th, John. Go Niners. I love it. Hope everybody has a blast today. And I know a lot of people will be listening to this traditional podcast or watching it on YouTube uh, after a day of drinking. So uh, I'll try to keep my voice down uh, for all those that are having a hangover after a weekend of partying. <laughs> I hope you guys stay safe. Please stay safe. All right, next up. Number 27, Michael Carter. He had a 76 AV score, nine years at nose tackle. Now, Michael Carter was interesting because nose tackle is usually like a forgotten position. But this dude was an absolute stud that just ate up the middle. Teams couldn't run on us for the longest time. And on top of that, so he had three Pro Bowls and one All-Pro season with us, three Super Bowls. But also, he, he's one of the only players in the world to get a Super Bowl ring and an Olympic medal in the same year. Uh, in the 1984 Olympics, he got a silver medal in shot put in the Olympics. Uh, just an awesome player. He had 22 and a half sacks at nose tackle. That's like 
stupid. There's a big difference between defensive tackle and nose tackle. Nose tackle's getting double teamed every single play, no matter what. He was just a stud that helped our defense be what it was. Number 26, one of my favorite players growing up, Brent Jones. Man, just uh, freaking consistent. He had a 60 AV score, which is a little low, but he played 11 years and did so much dirty work and just third-down conversions. That's what he was about. Four Pro Bowls, never had an all-pro season, but three Super Bowls. And was paramount, absolutely paramount to those teams. Um, just just absolute stud. What's up, AJ? Appreciate the gift, my friend. Uh, happy fourth to you. Uh, appreciate you as well. Man, I... I feel like selfish sometimes because like I'll do these podcasts. And I'm like, oh man, it'd be kind of cool to talk about this. I started research for this a week and a half ago when I was still in Texas. Like I was like, oh, this would be cool. Yeah, let's. And so I'm just on my phone. And I'm just like penciling this together. I'm like, oh well. Like oh, I don't want to miss anybody. But man, as I keep going into this, like again, selfishly, like I felt like I was getting schooled. Uh, I felt like I was doing like a research paper. I have 10 pages of notes now. Whatever. <laughs> I have 10 pages of notes just on this. Uh, my notes are always scrambled, but, but like that's too much. <laughs> too much notes. Uh, Joey says, I'm hoping to see John Brody here. I see the end of his 17-year career. We lost three playoffs in a row to those damn Cowboys. Yeah, John Brody's going to be on here. Now, he was an interesting take for me. I don't, I don't want to jump too much into him now. But, yeah, we're going to get to some John Brody for sure. Um, number 25, Eric Wright. And this one I got to get compliments to uh, Brian Cintron, who's on here. I didn't have him on my initial list. And shame on me. And Brian brought him to my attention. And I was like, all right, man. Like, let me dive into this. Ten years, stud corner, two Pro Bowls, one All-Pro. He's one of four members of the 49ers that were on all four Super Bowl teams. One of four. Um, he had an inter he was an interception just maniac. He had seven interceptions in 1983 alone. He was just a consistent, legit player. He did have a couple injuries uh, that knocked him out of a couple seasons, but still, the dude was just there, and the dude was always just a stalwart, if you will. Um, just was he was a baller. <laughs> he was a player. Four Super Bowls. Imagine starting cornerback. For four Super Bowl teams. And those defenses were legit. Um, so Eric Wright, that's where he belongs. He kind of gets... He doesn't get the attention that a lot of other players from that franchise got during that time. But man, he just showed up. He was a lunch pail guy and just did his job. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Oh, what's up, CG? Uh, appreciate the gift, man. He says, what would you rank Tim McDonald as a 49, uh, 49er? I feel he's very underrated and forgotten. Tim McDonald was a hell of a player. Now, let me just be really, really honest with you. He's not on my list. So let, let's look at kind of what he did. He bounced around a lot. And he was only with the 49ers for seven years. He was with uh, St. Louis. Then he was with the Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia. And so then he came our way. Now, we had him for seven years. And he had two, uh, three Pro Bowl seasons with us. So he had two Pro Bowl seasons before we got him and three after that. Outside of that, he's a hell of a player. There's no doubt about it. But I did not put him um, on this list. He did win a Super Bowl with us, which was awesome. But, um, yeah, again, it, it, this I think this is the thing, CG. And I appreciate you bringing his name up because I didn't have it on there. I, I, there's so many guys. There's so many guys. And I didn't have anybody on the current roster. 
So, like, their stripes haven't been earned yet. Um, yeah, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, um, George Kittle, those guys definitely have the potential. There's definitely some other guys that have the potential to be on this as well eventually. But I just said, you know what? Let, let's look. Let's look back, and we're going to spend. You guys know me doing four podcasts a week during the season. We're going to spend a lot of time with what we have. Let's look back and see the tradition and see what we have coming back. And, man, CG, thank you again. But, yeah, you're right. Tim McDonald's hell of a player. You got him on this list? I have no problems. Now, my question is, who do you put him ahead of? Do you put him ahead of a guy that won three Super Bowls like Michael Carter? Do you put him ahead of somebody like Justin Smith? Uh, maybe, and that's okay. Like, like I, I'm totally cool if that's how you feel about it. Um, but man, that's you're like I'm moving all these pieces around. I'm just like, no, ah, oh, ah. Oh, I love this guy, but man, it's too high. Ah, oh, it's like it's like you're picking favorite children. You know what I mean? Uh, Jason, he says Randy Cross needs to be on this list. Oh, he's on this list for sure, for sure. Uh, big Randy Cross fan, uh, what he did with the 49ers, what he's doing afterwards. I think he's a great broadcaster. Uh, I think he does a great job. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, Joe, he says, th that awesome draft, three Pro Bowl secondary players. We drafted Lott, Carlton Williams, and Eric Wright in the same freaking year. That draft was one of the most loaded drafts in the history of football. Not only Lott, Williamson, Wright, Freaking Lawrence Taylor was in that draft, too. He got rookie of the year. Ronnie Lott got second. Ronnie Lott had seven interceptions his rookie year and did not win rookie of the year. Um, oh, yeah, that's it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot. That's a lot. Um, so, very good. Right after Eric Wright, I got number 24, Charles Haley. I struggled with this one. Haley's a beast, and whenever you look at his career as a whole... 100% the dude's just elite. But you got to cut it in half, right? He was with the 49ers for eight years. He has a 57 AV score, which is a lot lower than everybody. It's the lowest one we've talked about besides Deion Sanders yet. Uh, but again, shout out to Brian, both Brian's, uh, Brian Carter as well. He had, I think he valued Charles Haley a lot more than I did as well. So he's with us for eight years, but really... Only six of those years were impactful because we had him for six years. He left for Dallas. He retired. He was out for like two years, then came back with us after the retirement for two more years and didn't even start. It was just like he'd come in and rush on third downs. That was it. Wasn't very effective. But with us, he had two Pro Bowls, one All-Pro season, two Super Bowls, and 66 and a half sacks. So, like, yeah, yeah. Even though like a large chunk of his career was with Dallas, those first six years that Charles Haley had with the 49ers, they were really damn good. <laughs> really damn good. Uh, he was a hell of a player. There, there's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, number 23, let's go old school. Hugh McHell... I'm going to mess up this name. McKellany. Um, he's also his nickname, which I love, Hurrian Hugh. Um I know I messed up his name. The Irish in me is going to get pissed off. That's okay. Uh, nine years at running back in the 50s. He was one of the members of the million-dollar backfield, which are going to be represented very, very well um, on this list. That's the original throwback. So at the state of the franchise, they talked about bringing out the 94 throwback jerseys and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, not so fast. Uh, David Lombardi put out an awesome article, uh, just like the history of the uniform. It was the 94 throwback, but that's a throwback to like back in the 50s with the millionaire back backfield. And we'll, we'll get into some more of those guys. But with Hurry and Hugh, five Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, 
third most all-purpose yards when he retired. And so awesome returner, receiving. He did it all. He's part of the 1950s All-Decade team. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's in the 49ers Hall of Fame. That's Hurry and Hugh. Awesome guy. Um, it's fun learning these things. And just kind of, again, for me, I love this stuff, but I didn't know much about it. I'm a hist- I teach history. Like, I need to know more about the history of the 49ers and understand these people and who who he is, right? Yeah, he's awesome. So, a lot of fun. It, God, I really enjoy this. I thought about breaking it up and putting this into, like, a three-part series, but I was like, no. I was like, I want to talk about it. And I was like, man, it's July 4th. There's not going to be that many people on. I was like, no. <laughs> Do it. Get it all out there. Diagram it. Allow the people to dissect it and critique it and all that stuff. So, as we go through this, thank you, Luke. Uh, appreciate the gift, my friend. He says, Merton Hanks got to be on there. I had him just outside, um, so I, w- I want to talk about Merton Hanks. So we're going to jump back. I have him 35, Luke, and I love Merton Hanks. I didn't like that dance. That dance hurts. Thinking about Merton's neck movement hurts my head. Like, he gives me a headache to look at it. Just to think about it still hurts. But he's a hell of a player. He had a 72 AV score, so the the score agrees with you. He's right borderline top 30. He was with the 49ers for nine years, four Pro Bowls, one All-Pro. He had that one Super Bowl, of course, in 94. Um, Hell of a player. He was impactful. Um, The first day he showed up, he was a hell of a player. But, yeah, I had him just outside. Um, And, Luke, let me know. Where would you put Merton, the neck, (laughs) um, where would you put him on here? And, Kyle, good Lord, you better watch watch your language in here, man. Uh, he's bringing up a terrible draft choice at wide receiver that never even had one reception. You better be careful, man. <laughs> um, the Grover dance. I love it. Yeah, Chris called it. Yeah, that's what it was called. Um, I It hurts. Like, am I the only one that, like, whenever I see that godforsaken dance, which it was cool, and, like, I felt like he owned it, but, like, it hurts, right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, it hurts. Let's see here. Matt, he says this. Uh, why a tittle? Uh, McKellery, we just talked about Joe the Jet. Uh, yes, John. Uh, yeah, I've got all those guys on here. John Henry Johnson, I do not though. Uh, he was only with the 49ers for a small handful of years, even though he's very impactful. Um, but I did not have him on my list. All the other ones, 100%. Um, yeah, 100%. They are on there. <laughs> I love this idea, Sergio. You got to do a most hated all time 49ers, according to fans. Oh, gosh, man. I don't know if my heart can handle that. Uh, that's going to be rough. That's going to be rough. Um, all right, number 22 on this list. I had to back them down. I had this player top 15, and uh, kind of everybody let me know. Sin, uh, shout out to Phil, shout out to both the Bryans. When we were doing our uh, our hangout, uh, they, they kind of checked me. Jesse Sapolu, I love this guy. Uh, the Samoan, I mean, just an absolute incredible guy. He had a 100 AV score. He started for 14 years. He didn't miss one season with injury, but he started 154 games at left guard and center and was just paramount to that offensive line and just how great it was. Uh, two Super Bowls, uh, sorry, two Pro Bowls, four Super Bowls. Jesse Sapolo was awesome. And like he, he just was like the duct tape of the line. They put him where they needed him, and he just excelled. And I, I think part of the, not problem, what he's done after playing 
influences me heavily. So much work in the community, just an amazing guy. Um, so that that's Jesse Sapolo. Tell me, am I too high on him at 22? What number? I want you guys to put this in the, in the thing because this is one where I'm curious where everybody's take on him. Again, he started 154 games on the O-line. What, what number would you put Jesse Sapolo? Go ahead and put that on there. Um, here, here's a question for sure. John, um, interested where you would put Jeff Garcia. I move Jeff Garcia so much. Um, I have him 34. I like Jeff Garcia. He had a 77 AV score. He only played five years with the 49ers, but damn, the, the 49ers are spoiled. Jeff Garcia would be the best or second best quarterback for 10 franchises. If, if Jeff Garcia played for the way that he did for the 49ers for the Bears, They'd retire his number. He'd be the best quarterback they ever had. For us, what is he, like five or six? Maybe even lower? Um, but you're right. Um, I, I got to give it to you, AJ, because Jeff Garcia, those two years where he just balled out for the 49ers, I mean, he had three Pro Bowl seasons with us. He had 113 touchdowns to 56 interceptions and was just, he was lights out and so fun to root for. That's another thing, too. Like, whenever he he brought it, like, I don't know. Uh, he, he's a lot of fun. He was a lot of fun. Um, I love Oh, what's up, Sin? I see you in here. Glad you're here. Uh, glad that you are here. Yeah, Sergio, thank you. He says, I love that, dude. Jesse was a true anchor. Uh, I'm just glad he made the cut. I had to get him in here. Uh, and again, like, you start looking at this list, man, we're just now at 22. Here's 21, and shout out to Sin. She's with us here. She she yelled at me. She she got a little hostile, and rightfully so. Y.A. Tittle. I got him number 21. Now, don't yell at me yet, okay? Y.A. Tittle was amazing, and if you look at his career in a, as a whole, he needs to be way higher than this. However... His stats and his record were not good <laughs> with the 49ers. He was with the 49ers for 10 years in the 50s. Um, he's a member of the million-dollar backfield to get another one of those guys. He was the first football player ever to be featured on Sports Illustrated. So there's a lot of historical context here. Um, and so he's amazing. He had four Pro Bowl seasons, one All-Pro. He had an MVP season with the Giants after he left the 49ers. So after he left, he went nuts. John Brody took his job, and so he left, went to the Giants. Everybody thought he was washed up, and then he went ham. Once he went to the Giants, he went 31-5, and five, uh, won Super Bowl, all that kind of stuff over there. Like, But his best football wasn't with the 49ers. And his stats, they weren't great. But legendary, 100%. Hall of Famer. He's in the 49ers Hall of Fame. Y.A. Tittle. Um, he definitely belongs here. And I hopefully, I'm not going to get a, yeah, he's in the San Francisco 49ers Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame for the NFL. He's he's a stud. There's no doubt about it. Um, oh, what's up, Juan? He says, great show watching with my wife. Greetings from Ecuador. Uh, shout out to Juan and your wife. Glad that you guys could join us. Uh, very Love that you guys are here. This is awesome. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. 
On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. All right. Oh, you got the alley-oop in there. Yeah, Joe, um, what did he do with us? Yeah, he coined the term alley-oop, which, man, that's got to go for something. Um, I don't know the entire backstory to that story, so I'm going to be very, very honest. I don't want to act like I know it, but I, I do know that he is credited, Wyatt Tittle, with this idea of coining the term uh, alley-oop. So somebody want to let me in on that one or message me as always reach out to me guys. Uh, email me at 49ers rush podcast at gmail.com. Twitter's where I'm most active at jail underscore Chapman um, and Patreon's where I spend most of my time nowadays. So if you're a Patreon member message me on there, that's the best way to get to me. All right. Number 20, John freaking Taylor, the newest member to the 49ers hall of fame. Now what's crazy with him. He was never, the go-to. I mean, he was drafted after Jerry, I think a year after, or maybe the same year, a year after. And then he left way before Jerry left, obviously. Jerry played 20 years. But uh, And he's from Delaware. Again, another shout-out to Sin. Uh, you Delaware people, all one of you. Uh, he had two Pro Bowls, three Super Bowls. But a big reason why I think he's on here and a big reason why I think he's the newest member to the 49ers Hall of Fame is, hey, man, that touchdown in the Super Bowl, Cincinnati, fourth quarter, Joe Montana driving down behind, and you get the go-ahead touchdown, you win the Super Bowl. All those, that's the, I think it's the number two play in franchise history. I think it's number two. Jerry Rice was asked, man, of all the plays, all the touchdowns, whatever, what's your favorite play that you can remember? Jerry Rice references this play, John Taylor's touchdown. Like, that's how Paramount... This was. Um, and so 43 career touchdowns, 1980s all-decade team. He was our number two wide receiver. The all-decade team uh, for 1980s is Jerry Rice and John Taylor. Like, <laughs> he, he was our number two, but it was fine because he they just worked so well together. Uh, just absolutely incredible. John Taylor's just so freaking fun. Um, 
incredible player. I'm pretty excited and love the fact that he's getting, you know, brought into um, you know, the 49ers Hall of Fame. That's incredible. Number 19, we're going old school here. Bob St. Clair, the Greek. Oh, man. 11 years at right tackle in the 1950s. And, man, I had to do a little bit more research after our meeting, um, our Zoom hangout on Patreon. He's Mr. San Francisco. And this was fascinating. Obviously, you know, they they renamed Kazar Stadium after him. But I, I didn't know all this other stuff about him. He went to high school at Polytechnic High School across the street from the stadium, and they played in the stadium. He went to the University of San Francisco. Then he was drafted to play his entire career with the San Francisco 49ers. He played 17 years in that stadium. That's why they renamed it after him. And it's not like, okay, cool, I get the ties. He's a San Francisco guy through and through. All right, that's awesome. No, no, no. Five Pro Bowls, 1950s All-Decade Team, Hall of Famer, NFL Hall of Fame, 49ers Hall of Fame, and the 49ers retired his number, uh, 79, it's retired. I, I wish he could have played 49. That would have been his number because, good Lord, um, just <laughs> he just owned it. He owned the city. And so that's Bob St. Clair. You got to give a shout out to the old timers because they're incredible. Uh, real quick, I want to get a word from our sponsor, and then I've got uh, the top 18 left to go. We still got a ways to go. This is going to be fun. Hang out. So excited to announce our new sponsor. This is a big one. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is one of my favorite betting sites. And here's the thing that separates it from everything else. In the offseason, they have so much NFL to bet on. It's an absolute blast. So head over there. Use promo code 49ERSRUSH, all caps, one word, 49ERS. R-U-S-H, again, 49ers Rush as your promo code. And what that's going to get you is they're going to match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Now, rollovers apply on the bonus money. If you're not sure how that works, uh, you can check out that out on the site. But you can open an account for as little as $25. Again, please use our promo code. Helps the podcast. But you can bet on NFL futures, over uh, win totals for each team. They have the 49ers set at 10 wins currently, by the way. So if you're one of the people that thinks the 49ers are going to get 11 or more wins, Go over there and make that bet. <laughs> There's no reason not to. Coach of the year, rookie of the year, MVP, who makes the playoffs and who doesn't, as well as some of the game of the year spread. So, for example, if you want to bet the 49ers versus Tennessee Titans, that's up on there right now with the spread and all those things. There's so much to bet there. So we're going to be doing some betting specials here. By the way, I'm taking the over on 49ers getting 10 or more wins. I, I think they're definitely going to get to 11 wins. Um, so head over there, support the podcast, bet with us, make some money. We did really, really well last year. Again, that's betonline.ag, and make sure you use promo code 49ERSRUSH, all capital, one word, to help support the podcast. All right, couple great comments coming through. Uh, Kyle, he's, he's trying to, I'm telling you, Kyle's trying to get banned today. Is Jim Drunkenmiller on this list? Hell no, he's not on this list, man. Why are you kind of coming here with that? Um, Joe, uh, you brought up R.C. Owens. Um, he's he's in the 49ers Hall of Fame now. Uh, he was with the 49ers for five years back in the 50s as wide receiver. And you know, I looked up his stats. I was like, all right, let's see where he looks. Stats don't translate as, you know, it, length wasn't there. No Pro Bowls, no All Pros, no Super Bowls. But he was he he was an important player. There's no doubt about it. And I want to pay kind of homage. Thank you, Joe, for bringing him up. Incredible player, uh, brings to the history of the game. But I, I didn't have him on my list. Um, 
So that that's kind of where I am with it. But and it, it, Joe brought this up again. I think this is the freaking 49ers historian, Joe. I got to consult with you a little bit more. He says, "I remember when John Taylor had two 90-plus yard catches against the Rams in one game." Yes, that is incredible. Um, and he also said, again, Joe's crushing it. Bob St. Clair liked eating raw meat. Saw him do it once on film. Hilarious. He's the Greek, man. They they do that Mediterranean style. Uh, they do that over there sometimes. I love it. Jason, appreciate the gift, man. Uh, he says, keep up the amazing work. Thank you for grinding to put out amazing content. Man, that is awesome. Thank you so much, Jason. Really do appreciate the gift. Um, that, that's awesome. All right, let's go at number 18. This player, I, I got... Uh, mentioned today shout out to chris he said you better put the intimidator on there he better be on there he was just as good as patrick willis and bowman back in the day people hated playing against them and the intimidator is number 18 dave wilcox he had a 91 av score i love this quote uh, i want to use it with my son who plays linebacker w quote this is dave wilcox what i do best is not let people block me i just hate to be blocked End quote. It's that simple. <laughs> Get the hell away from me. Nobody's blocking me. I don't want to be blocked. He played 11 years at linebacker. He missed one game in 11 years. One game. Seven Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, Hall of Famer for the NFL, Hall of Famer for the 49ers. Um, just an absolute stud. Yeah, Dave Wilcox, just kind of the epitome of that kind of old-school, tough linebacker. Like, Dick Buckus gets he, – he was that guy. Dave Wilcox reincarnate like that, that's just who he is and so he, he's awesome he, he's incredible uh Brian uh he, Centron he, he brought this up he says we never even discussed Keena Turner yeah one of the four again there's four players that were a part of all four Super Bowls uh Keena Turner is one of them and I, I think that he's a hell of a player it didn't match up you know I'll pull it up now um it didn't match up to have kind of everything. He was with us from 1980 to 1990. He had one Pro Bowl. But right outside linebacker, hell of a player. There's no doubt about it. He was with us for 10 years. But, yeah, the the awards weren't there for him. Um, you know, he didn't really have a lot of leading anything, whether it was tackles or whatever. But how do you do a list with a guy, without a guy, that wasn't on Four Super Bowls. I, I'm with you. And so, hell of a player. Definitely deserves to be mentioned. Um, and just awesome human being, too. With what he's doing still. Like, he, he's still going on. Uh, just, I mean, with what he did, it's incredible. Um, <laughs> here we go, Tommy. Tommy's always, he says, where are you putting T.O.? He's on here. But I got him higher than I want him. Uh, I do not like T.O., man. He's a hell of a player. Talent was awesome. But, you know, as a, as a former coach, I don't like players that put themselves above the team. And he ran himself out of every single place. But uh, it, we're, we're getting to him soon. We're getting to him soon. I'll tell you that. Number 17. And I think I might be too low on him, guys. Uh, <laughs> I, I might be too low on him. Randy Cross. Love this guy. Guard center. He had 113 AV score. He could be a lot higher on this list. Um, 13 years. One of my favorite things about him, you know, riding off into the sunset. That that's what comes to mind when I think Randy Cross. His last game was Super Bowl twenty three in nineteen eighty nine. Won the Super Bowl, said peace, uh, just walked out on top. Three Pro Bowls, one All Pro, won three Super Bowls, and he started at least fifteen games in nine of his last ten seasons. Um, and on top of that, I, I, I tweeted out something about Roger Craig, who's going to be on here for sure. 
and about why he should be in the Hall of Fame. And Randy Cross, uh, you know, reached out, ultimate teammate, uh, retweeted that and just kind of got that out there, which was really, really cool. Um, he, he's still going, baby. Randy Cross, I love it. Uh, <laughs> a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, let's see here. Yeah, uh, greatest franchise in football history. It's up there, man. It is absolutely up there. Um, it's up there. It, some people are too excited. They got to talk about stuff now. Um, will Trey Lance be starting quarterback come week one? No, I don't think he will. Uh, wouldn't be the end of the world for sure, but uh, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Since then, my mom told T.O. off while we were at the Pro Bowl. Man, I love it. Uh, he Did he not have YA Tittle high enough on his list either? I wonder if that's, that's the tipping point. So here we go, T.O., uh, man of the hour. I got him number 16. Now, again, keep in mind, only what they did with the 49ers. That's all I'm looking at. Uh, the other stuff's context for sure. He had a 97 AV score. And so I wanted to put Randy Cross ahead of him. I really, really did. I wanted to put a couple other people ahead of him, to be honest with you. But um, kind of uh, put this in perspective, Brian Carter had him at number nine. And so everybody said put T.O. over Bowman. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I can't do it. Uh, one player I love, one player drove me crazy. So here's what he did. Eight seasons, he had four Pro Bowls, three All-Pros. That's incredible. Can't knock T.O. as a player. You can't. There is nothing that you could say negative about T.O. the player. He was on the All-Decade team in the 2000s. Uh, four of those years was with the 49ers, and he was great. 81 touchdowns with the 49ers. But there's just something in my head that says every team he went to wanted him gone. Every team was like, man, get out of here. And they all got tired of him and wanted him to move on. And that, But you've got to treat the way he played on the field with respect. So I have him at 16. Somebody tell me what number just off the top of your head you would put T.O. Where does he belong? If you think it's 16 with me, put 16. If you think top 10, wherever. Uh, like Brian Carter had him at 9. Um, so you put them there. And I had, this was what was so important for me. Number 15, I have Navarro Bowman. And I know I'm, I'm probably too high on him. But hey, this is my list. <laughs> um, yeah, Navarro Bowman had a 73 AV score, which is way too low to be in this thing. But in seven years, he had three Pro Bowls and four All Pros. He had more All Pros in less time than T.O. did in more time. The height of Navarro Bowman's play was just incredible. He and Willis, I think, were the best linebacker tandem in NFL history. Uh, they still hold the record for no rushing touchdowns allowed through the first 14 weeks of the season. That's how good they were. Um, he had the pick at the stick, which, again, I think is you know another top five play in franchise history. The Falcons, you remember, it goes off the wide receiver's hands, and he just picks it off and takes it back. Um, the last touchdown scored in Candlestick versus the Falcons. I thought that was awesome. His, his career was cut short, though, um, that horrible injury. But, man, I, I love Navarro Bowman. Um, that, that's just... Kind of where I, I am. AJ says 84. Put T.O. at 84. I respect that so much. Uh, <laughs> I love it, man. That is incredible. Um, so, uh, I got Navarro Bowman 15. Here we go. Number 14, John Brody. Um, I said we were going to talk about him. He has 130 AV score. Now, he was quarterback for 17 years. That's a long time. He took the job from Y.A. Tittle. 
Um, he had two Pro Bowls, one AP. Uh, 1970, he was the MVP. The 49ers had the number one offense, and he led the 49ers to their very first playoff victory in 1970. 49ers were a bad franchise for a long time. Um, and then they started to slowly take the turn in the 70s, and then once you got into the 80s, yeah, that's when Dynasty takes place, right? But, like, listen to these stats and records for John Brody. I, I had him lower, but I had to keep moving him up. Again, he was he was MVP in 1970. He was 74-76. and 76. That was his win-loss record. He lost more games than he won with the 49ers. He had a 214 touchdown passes to 224 interceptions. He had a negative touchdown-to-interception ratio. Like, just stats are different now um, than what they were back then. It's just different. But he's in the 49ers Hall of Fame. Number 12 is retired. And he's a hell of a player. And just, again change just the way it is and I, I you can see the picture i should have had the picture up he's like the traditional old two bar kicker face mask uh it just stands out it's there um so uh, we're going to continue with our top 13 but before we do my fantasy football peeps this is for you all right fantasy football peeps do we have something for you fan tracks is putting together a tournament for 49ers Rush Podcast and Eat Sleep Fantasy. We're kind of partnering to put this together. It's completely free. You're going to play in a best ball tournament against me and the staff at Eat Sleep Fantasy. And if you beat any of us, you get a ticket for each one of us that you beat. Now, here's how best ball works. Again, completely free. Doesn't cost you a penny. All you're going to do is you will get a salary, $300, to build your 18-team, 18 18-person 18 roster, your quarterbacks, wide receivers, whatever else. Each week, the computer puts your best players in the lineup after the week. So you draft, and you're done for the year. This is easy. No time commitment, no money. This is an awesome way to build the community and to see if you can beat me, which I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pretty good at this stuff, so we'll see what happens. But I'm rooting on you. Um, so head to Fantrax.com ESF, and here's what you win. If you beat me or any of the staff over there, you get a raffle ticket and listen to this prize list. Autographed Joe Montana jersey. Autographed Willie McGinnis. Autographed DJ Moore. Autographed Keenan Allen jersey. Autographed Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper. All courtesy of our partners over at Fantrax. This is an absolute blast and a win-win. Cost nothing. All you do is go to Fantrax.com slash ESF or follow the link in this um, video. And that's it. Set up your account for free. Set your lineup and you're done. We'll keep we'll keep pace and see track this throughout the year. It'll be a lot of fun. So go over there. Check it out. Fantrax.com slash ESF. If you have any questions, as always, please don't hesitate to reach out. All right, and so a couple people that were doing the fan tracks thing, the link's all in there. So what you do is it's free. Click on the link, set up your account. Then I have the next link to join the league that we're in for free. It's all free. Uh, you can set it up. Uh, anyway, head over there. All right, number 13. Uh, this one, again, I got I to put my bias and kind of recency bias on it, but I got Frank Gore number 13. Um He's got a 95 AV score, which is way too low to be in this range. But he was with the 49ers for 10 years. Played in 14 or more games in 9 out of 10 of those years, which dude had two torn ACLs in college. It just has turned into the Iron Man of football. He had five Pro Bowl appearances, no all pros. But he's the all-decade team running back for the 2010s. 11,000 yards in 10 years. 75 touchdowns in 10 years. 
The dude was just incredible. And on top of that, you know, Frank Gore, and again, this is recency. You get the pulse of the team. I started covering the team and, you know, doing all this stuff, and you can see what he means to the 49ers still to this day. Um, you know, I, one of the best moments of my entire life, I should have had the audio pulled up on here. I don't think I have it right now. One of the best moments of my entire life was the Super Bowl party in Miami, uh, hanging out with Frank Gore for a night and doing shots with him and all that stuff. And just, he's in the NFL at a 49ers Super Bowl party, even though he was in the NFL. I think he was with the Colts that year. Uh, maybe it was the Jets, but whatever. Um, he is the lifeblood of this team. Um, and has been for a long time. I love Frank Gore. Uh, every nobody has anything bad um, to say about Frank Gore. There, it, it just doesn't exist. And nobody that knows him anyway. Uh, yeah, he's incredible. I love Frank Gore. So I have him at thirteen. Number twelve, Leo the Lion. Um, old school. Momolini. I'm sure I said that wrong. Uh, fourteen years at defensive tackle and offensive tackle. He played both ways. Um, missed zero games, never missed a game, and 14 years playing both sides of the line. Ten Pro Bowls, six All-Pros, the 49ers' first ever draft choice. He was an All-Pro on offense. He was an All-Pro on defense, 1950s, all-decade team. Um, 49ers Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame, number 73, retired. He should probably be higher on this list. Uh, I'll be really, really frank with you. But again, uh, th this was like, it, it, this is old school of old school of old school. Uh, Leo the Lion. Number 11, Bryant Young, another favorite player of mine growing up. Um, 115 AV score, pretty solid there. Uh, 14 years, DT baby. Um, four Pro Bowls, one All-Pro, one Super Bowl. 1999 Comeback Player of the Year. Remember, he came back from that injury. Um, yes, uh, Sin just asked, yes, uh, in the 49ers Hall of Fame, Leo the Lion is for sure, and in the NFL Hall of Fame. 1990s All-Decade Team, talking about Bryant Young now, 89.5 sacks, and just, man, so consistent, so freaking good, just was there, and that was all there was to it. Just always there, always performing, incredible, just solid, solid player, and no, I love the dude. Absolutely love Bryant Young. He's so awesome. This group, I'm telling you right now, Frank Gore, Bryant Young, and you know who's next that belongs in that same character, just awesome all the time group. Number 10 on my list and probably number one on your hearts, Joe freaking Staley, the Joe show. I got him number 10 overall. This was hard for me. Um, he's got a 103 AV score. Okay, well, that's solid. 13 years. At left tackle, you plug and play. He was just there. That's all there was. Six Pro Bowls, zero All Pros. That's probably the one. Uh, there's two things: no Super Bowls, no All Pros. And I think that's why I had to bump them behind some other players um, that were on this list. But in my personal opinion, I know somebody else brought up Randy Cross earlier. I think Joe Staley is the best 49ers lineman in history. I didn't get to see everybody else. I didn't get to see the pulse that they had on their team and all those things. Joe Staley's number one as far as offensive linemen go for me. Now, obviously, that's a matter of opinion, and people can disagree, and that's fine. But I got Joe Staley number 10. Um, just uh, He was so freaking good. He's just so good. Um, loved him. All right, number nine, baby, the Jet. 
Oh, Joe Perry. I love it. Another member of the million-dollar backfield. 14 years at running back back in the 40s and 50s. Um, yeah, his jersey's retired. Number 34 is retired. Three Pro Bowls. Two All-Pros. Listen to all these things, man. I, I don't know why there's not... There might be... Is there a movie on this guy, Joe Perry? Because there should be. He is incredible. I love. He, he was my favorite player to do research on. Um, I don't know if there is one, but there should be one. 1950s All-Decade Team. First African-American to win MVP for the NFL. First 1,000-yard rusher. And not only was he the first one to do it, he was the second one to do it. He did it back-to-back -back seasons in 53 and 54. He was the NFL leading rusher when he retired until Jim Brown took that record shortly thereafter. 68 rushing touchdowns is still a 49ers record. He still owns the rushing touchdown record. Um, he's in the 49ers Hall of Fame. Number 34 is retired. He's an NFL Hall of Famer. Joe Perry, the Jet. Um absolutely just freaking he, he was it's, it's so cool like take some time wikipedia this man check him out on pro football reference like do some researches go type in joe perry and thank me later because this is a story that needs to be out there um so i this is fun talking football and you know i'm just thinking off the top of my head here just bringing these names and these stories back to life is it, it's invigorating man like, so much greatness that we kind of forget, you know? And it, I don't like that. Again, as a history guy, bring it to life, man. And th these are some amazing humans. Ah, I love, man. Joe Perry. I love it. I love it. Uh, stay at old school. Here we go. Another two-way player, Jimmy Johnson. Um, not the one with the hair with the crappy cowboys. We're talking Jimmy Johnson. He had a 148 AV score. He played a lot of football. 49ers drafted number six overall out of UCLA in 1961. And this is the reason why I bring UCLA up is he won the national championship in the hurdles in college, in the 110 hurdles. He played for us for uh, 16 years. Got his jersey retired, number 37. That's retired. Five Pro Bowls, four All Pros. Now, listen, this is fun. Again, two way player. 1970s All Decade team. He had 47 career interceptions. He also had 40 receptions on offense. He played both sides of the ball. And one of the coolest things that I read about him, he had a, a the 49ers were down to the Bears in the fourth quarter, and he had an 80-yard touchdown reception, the longest reception in franchise history at that time. Now, obviously, it's not any longer. Um, but Jimmy Johnson, he is part of the 49ers Hall of Fame. He is a part of the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, Jimmy Johnson at number eight. And as we get lower in these numbers, um, I just want to put this out there. You're, you're going to start to be able to kind of predict um, where these guys are and where they fit. Number seven, Dwight Clark, um, the man. Now, his AV score does not belong here. It's 72. Um, he, only, he played nine years with the 49ers. But he just, he means everything to the city and to the franchise. He had two Pro Bowls, one All-Pro. Again, the metrics for the weight that he brought to this franchise aren't there. He was part of two Super Bowls. That's key. The number one play, not in 49ers history, the number one play in NFL history. There, there's no doubt, and I know we're all biased here, right? Dwight Clark, the catch. Joe Montana versus the Cowboys, 
come from behind victory in the end zone. We got an X on the stadium where it happened. It wasn't even in this stadium. <laughs> um, but the number one play in franchise history, NFL history, the catch. Everybody knows what that is. Launched the 49ers to the very first Super Bowl. He had 48 receiving touchdowns. Here's what's crazy. Back in 1982, Dwight Clark led the NFL in receptions with 60. <laughs> Could you imagine 60 receptions leading the NFL? Um, that just cracks me up. Um, but he was a 49ers GM for four years. I know that doesn't really figure into this. But um, he's part of the 49ers Hall of Fame. Number 87, of course, is retired. Now, again... The stats, the awards, probably don't warrant a number seven. But with what he means, man, yeah, he started the whole damn dynasty and just, man, what an amazing human being. All right, here we go. Number six. Oh, my gosh. Roger Craig, baby. Roger freaking Craig. I love Roger Craig. 102 AV score. He was with the 49ers for eight years. Four Pro Bowls, one All-Pro. He's the first ever running back to have 1,000 yards receiving and 1,000 yards rushing. It's only happened three times in NFL history. Roger Craig was first. Next was Marshall Falk. And CMC, Christian McCaffrey, did it recently. Won three Super Bowls. Um, he's also the first running back in NFL history to have 100 yards receiving in a Super Bowl. This is a fact that I didn't know about. He made the playoffs Every year in the NFL. Uh, he played for 11 years, and he made the playoffs every year. Whatever team he was on went to the playoffs. That's how consistent he was. 1980s All-Decade Team. 1988 Rookie of the Year. He's in the 49ers Hall of Fame. He has 566 career catches. Listen, listen to these people that he has more catches than, okay? He's a running back slash fullback. <laughs> and by the way, he did make the Pro Bowl as a fullback and as a running back. He has more career catches than Ed McCaffrey, Eric Metcalf, Des Bryant, Al Toon, Doug Baldwin, Drew Pearson. Some of those guys are in the Hall of Fame or will be in the Hall of Fame. This guy is not. Um, I think the biggest issue with the, 40, uh, with the Hall of Fame currently, there's two of them. Number one's with this guy. Roger Craig needs to be in the Hall of Fame. My next biggest issue is this next guy at number five, Patrick freaking Willis. He's got a 107 AV score. Now, he only played eight years again, very similar to Roger Craig with the 49ers. Seven Pro Bowls. Five. One, two, three, four, fifth. Five All Pros. Shout out to the Chappelle Show there, if anybody got that reference. Um, the guy came in and was just the best linebacker day one. He was defensive rookie of the year. He led the NFL in tackles his rookie year. It was like 170 tackles. I think it was 174 off the top of my head. I don't have that written down in my notes. Uh, somebody spot check me on that one if I got that wrong. I don't want to be wrong on that. Um, just an absolute freak. And, you know, the, the crazy thing is I went back and started looking. I was like, why the hell did he not get an all-pro his second year? Because his, his rookie year, he was all pro, and then he had four consecutive after that. And I was like, what happened? And so I look at the stats, and I'm like, those are all pro numbers. It went to John Beeson, who's a hell of a linebacker. I don't want to take anything away from John Beeson. He lost out the second year all pro voting by one vote. And if he would have got that damn vote, 
it would have been six straight all pro seasons uh at linebacker which is uncanny um he oh he's so freaking good patrick willis I, you can make the argument the best linebacker of all time and you wouldn't be wrong the issue is he his foot and he couldn't run with his speed he ran like a four five and he was huge and so he he said, you know, when the wheels fall off, like it's it's I'm done. And so he kind of walked away into the the sunset. But again, those two guys, Patrick Willis and Roger Craig, I think eventually. Uh, oh, thank you, Brian. He said 174 tackles is correct. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Um, I I, I can I can see it in my head, <laughs> just not in my notes. Um, that's what's there. All right, now before we get to the top four. Um, I do want to take just a quick moment to talk about the 49ers rush road trip. Again, let, let me I, I talk about this all the time, but it's huge. We're going to three cities, okay? Chicago, Los Angeles, and the Philadelphia Eagles. And we're going to have an absolute freaking party. I've got spaces reserved for the night before um, where we're going to rent out a, a pub, uh, concert hall, event hall, whatever, and we're just going to throw a party with us. We're going to do a live broadcast. I've got jerseys to give away. I've got memorabilia to give away. We're going to be doing raffles. Uh, going to be hanging out, drinking. It's going to be an absolute great time. Again, these take place the night before the game. So all the games are on Sunday. This is the Saturday night. So you get in the night before, and then you party with us. Um, and so those tickets are available at 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. And then you just click on the city that you're going to be partying with us, and you buy that $25 ticket that's there for you, and that's going to get you into the party and all that stuff. Now, here's what else is important. We've got discounted hotels on those sites as well. So you can go save some money. If you're coming in from out of town, head over there and do that. Um, and I'm still working with some chapter presidents from some of the faithful chapters to work on tailgate setup as well. So uh, that's gonna not going to cost any extra or whatever. But um, again, I'm not making money on this. I'm going to be losing quite a bit of money. But I'm doing it because this needs to be done. This is the best community in freaking whatever. Like 49ers, we're the faithful. And so bringing the faithful together, especially after last year, where nobody could go to games, hell no, man. This is this is going to be awesome, uh, Edgar. I appreciate the gift, my friend. Um, if that I love that name. I want to say it correctly, Ascoli, but uh, I don't. I don't want to mess it up. Appreciate the gift. Want to say thank you for that. All right, here we go. Top four. I think everybody knows these four. The order might be different for some, and that's okay. Number four, I got Ronnie Lott, man. He's got a one thirty four AV score. He's with the 49ers for ten years. In 10 years, listen to this. this is it. 10 years, nine Pro Bowls. In 10 years, five All-Pros. He had um, one All-Pro Pro Bowl a year after us, whenever he went to the Raiders. But he was still playing at a high level. Then it kind of, you know, bottomed out a little bit. Four Super Bowls. Four. Um, rookie year, he had seven interceptions and three pick six at cornerback. He came in and played corner for the first three to four years. A lot of us kind of remember, um, you know, him as a safety, which he was. He was a great safety, but the dude was just elite. Um, and so the fact that he was a rookie and had seven interceptions and three pick sixes, second player ever to do that. He was the second rookie. I talked about this earlier. He lost out rookie of the year to Lawrence Taylor. You can't fault him for that. 1980s all-decade team. 1990s all-decade team. He played 20 career playoff games. Are you what? 20. That's a whole extra season and a half of playoff games. He's in the 49ers Hall of Fame. 
He's in the NFL Hall of Fame. Number 42 is retired. He is the absolute just best safety secondary player. He's He cut off his damn finger so that he could get back in the game. He's incredible. Oh, I love me some Ronnie Lott. Um, man, he is awesome. He is just, he's freaking awesome. It, it very easy to, it, to have him as your favorite 49er. Um, yeah, he's so good, man. He's so good. All right, number three. Let's see here. Steve Young, baby. Steve Young. He's got a 155 AV score, which puts him number two, actually. Like, he is the second most, uh, again, pro football reference, just that reference. I have him number three. I have Steve, Steve Young, number three, 13 years. We forget how long Steve Young played for us. Um, 13 years. 91 and 33 as the 49ers quarterback. Seven Pro Bowls. Every other year, he was a Pro Bowl quarterback. Three All-Pros. By the way, both of those numbers, seven Pro Bowls, three All-Pros, the exact same number as Joe Montana with the 49ers. Two-time MVP. Three Super Bowls, even though he only started for one, he was on the team for three. It was the Super Bowl MVP in 1994. Probably the greatest Super Bowl ever by a quarterback. I think he had like six touchdowns, something stupid. Jerry Rice had three touchdowns in that Super Bowl receiving and didn't win the MVP because Steve Young, I think he had five passing touchdowns and one rushing maybe. I could be off on that. You guys uh, fact check me there. Um but it, it, what's crazy is we traded for him. We got him for a second and fourth round pick from the Bucks. The Bucks drafted Vinny Testaverde uh, early and then traded us, um, Steve Young. And he had to wait a while. But, man, he was incredible. 1992 Offensive Player of the Year. He led the NFL in passing efficiency six times. Still a record. That, that's, like, if I was to do a scouting report on what Steve Young played and did, efficiency, man efficiency that's just what he did um listen to some more of these stats uh led the league in completion percentage five times yards per attempt five times highest passer rating ever when he retired he had 43 rushing touchdowns he has more rushing touchdowns than Le'Veon bell gail sayers reggie bush and fran tarkenton like he's a damn quarterback <laughs> um yeah, the original dual threat QB. I, I I think Steve Young was a cheat code, man. It was crazy how good he was. And for him to be on the Bucks and them not realize what they had and trade him away is just hilarious to me. Um, you know, he's a member of the 49ers Hall of Fame. He's a member of the NFL Hall of Fame. Number eight's retired. So damn good. Um, yeah, he's... Steve Young on 30 other franchises would be the best player on their franchise history. And that's not an insult. Like, he's that good. But for us, he's number three. Number two, I got Joe Montana. And if you want to mix up the top two, I don't have a problem with that at all. Joe Montana. Joe Cool, baby. He had 148 AV score. He's t uh, tied for third behind Steve Young. Um, just, just an absolute beast. L listen to the, the similarities, though, in the numbers. 13 years as a starter for Joe Montana, just like Steve Young. He went 139, so a couple more wins there. Seven Pro Bowls, three APs, two MVPs. Exact same as Joe Montana. Um, only nine players are multiple have multiple MVPs. Nine in the entire NFL. 49ers have two of those. <laughs> so that's seven left to mix up for the other 31 teams. 49ers have two. 
Um, so, yeah, I mean, and on top of that, these two players, Joe Montana and Steve Young, they accounted for four MVPs within a six-year span. Like, unprecedented. It, unca- I, I, you put whatever word you want to it. Bill Walsh. Oh, gosh. I love Bill Walsh. We're, we're talking about players, John. We're talking about players. All right. I know we're past well over an hour. Hopefully you guys don't mind. Uh, we'll wrap this up shortly, but we've got to talk about, we've got to give Joe Montana what he deserves. Four Super Bowls. Not only did he win the Super Bowls, this is what, this is why it's Joe Cool, right? Steve Young, efficiency. Joe Montana, clutch. Like, that's what he was. Just clutch. Four Super Bowls. Three-time Super Bowl MVP. The first player ever to be a three-time Super Bowl MVP. NFL record still, 122 Super Bowl pass attempts, zero interceptions. He never threw an interception in those four Super Bowl games. Just clutch. 11 touchdowns to zero interceptions in those four victories. Uh, 1980s All-Decade Team. 1989 Offensive Player of the Year. 32. 32 fourth-quarter comebacks. He's a comeback kid, right? When you're so good, you have so many nicknames. Uh, Joe Cool, uh, comeback kid. They're all right. Got to 100 wins faster than anybody. Tom Brady eventually broke that uh, past that. Most playoff games with over 100 passer rating. He has 12 of those. 49ers Hall of Fame. NFL Hall of Fame. Number 16 retired. Number two, Joe Montana. And that leaves number one. I think we all know who that is. Jerry freaking Rice, the man. And again, listen to these AV scores, right? Uh, like Ronnie Lott, 134. Steve Young, 155. Joe Montana, 148. Jerry Rice, 216. Like, it's like 60 points higher <laughs> than Joe Montana's. Uh, he played for the 49ers for 16 years. 13 All-Pros. 10, I'm sorry, 13 Pro Bowls, 10 All-Pros. <sighs> To put this into perspective, okay, what does 10 All-Pro seasons mean? What's that even look like? Well, if you add up Joe Montana's three, you add up Steve Young's three, then you add up, you know, Ronnie Lott's five, they barely beat him. Like, you're talking about the number two, three, four best player in franchise history. You add up all their All-Pros they tie Jerry Rice for a career. Like <laughs> That's how good he is. He won three Super Bowls. He was a Super Bowl MVP in 1988. Two-time All-Decade team. 1980s, number one wide receiver. 1990s, number one All-Decade wide receiver. 1993, Rookie of the Year. 87, Offensive Player of the Year. Now, 1987 was a weird year. This pisses me off to this day. Jerry Rice, the, the season got cut short to 12 games. In 12 games... Jerry Rice scored 22 touchdowns. 22 touchdowns in 12 games, and he didn't win the MVP. They gave it to, I'm trying to be nice. I was going to make fun of him. I don't want to make fun of him right now, but I am mad. John Elway. John Elway got the freaking MVP. Now listen to this. Jerry Rice scored 22 touchdowns in 12 games that year. Elway threw 19 touchdowns. And 12 interceptions. Jerry Rice had more receiving touchdowns. And John Elway had passing touchdowns. And they still gave it to Elway. Total BS. That's why I hate the MVP. Because they just give it to quarterbacks. And I hate that biz. I hate it. I hate it. Jerry Rice should have had that MVP. Total malarkey. Ugh. Don't make me mad. And think about, man, what if they could have played the whole season out? 
And gosh, how many touchdowns could he have had? Ugh. Anyway, listen to these records that he still has, by the way. Most receptions, 1,549. 117 receptions ahead of Larry Fitzgerald, who's at number two. Okay, 22,895 receiving yards. 5,403 yards ahead of Larry Fitzgerald at number two. 197 receiving touchdowns. 41 ahead of Randy Moss, who's at number two. 208 total touchdowns. 33 ahead of Emmitt Smith at number two. Most games played by a position player, 303. Yards from scrimmage, over 23,000. All-purpose yards, over 23,000. Most seasons with 1,000 yards or more receiving, 14. Fastest to 100 touchdowns, 120 games. 49ers Hall of Fame. NFL Hall of Fame. Number 80 is retired. They should retire it from the, every single team in the NFL because he's the best player in NFL history, period. So people want to throw Tom Brady in there. Ah, nah, 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 nah. I get it. Quarterback, I get that. Whenever you look at the one position player that is so far ahead of everybody else in their position, there's no doubt who that is. No doubt. Freaking Jerry Rice. Freaking love this guy, man. Ugh. The reason why I became a 49ers fan was Jerry Rice. Not because of my love for Jerry Rice. I've shared this story. I hated my stepdad. I grew up in Dallas, and he was a Cowboys fan. He hated Jerry Rice. I asked for a Jerry Rice jersey for my 10th birthday to piss him off, and it worked. It worked off so well. Here I am doing a 49ers podcast, you know, five and a half years running. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jerry. I appreciate that. Um, so, man, here we are an hour and 10 minutes in. Oh, that was fun. I'm wore out, guys. I'm wore out. Well, it's July 4th. Go spend some time with your family. Appreciate everything that you guys have done for me in this podcast. And, man, go dive into these guys. And let me know in the comments. Um, let me know who I got wrong or who I missed. So I can do some research. Uh, you know, I'm going to do more podcasts. I'll get some more stuff out there. I'll, I'll make a right. I'll, I'll write I'll write the wrong. So thank you, guys, as always. Man, we got a rich history. Incredible. You are the best. And as always... Stay strong, faithful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.